You're listening to episode 60 of Widowcast with Joanne Philomena, best-selling author of Widowed and professional certified life coach. This is a Joanne the Life Coach podcast production, which also includes Weight Coach and This Is Us podcast. This podcast is based on real stories and real experiences of widowhood, both my own story and the stories from many other widows I've known and worked with as a life coach. You can help support Widowcast if you shop Amazon. Simply go through my affiliate link at joannethelifecoach.com slash Amazon to do your shopping. You don't pay a penny more, but Amazon gives Widowcast a few cents on each purchase. I don't know about you, but my shopping almost always starts with Amazon. You can also pre-order the paperback of Widowed. It's now available for pre-order and all online booksellers, and it's going to be in bookstores this November. Welcome back, listeners. I hope you all had a beautiful Easter, a beautiful Passover, whatever religious observance that you partake in this time of year. I love spring. Here in the Hudson Valley, it it is absolutely gorgeous when spring finally arrives. If you don't live where there's snow and like winter, real winter, then you don't know that that rush of life that happens in springtime. I know this because I grew up in California and lived in California most of my life. And then I I moved to New York. And it was here that I saw that for the first time. And I loved it. Um, Yeah, you go through a couple months that's really cold and a lot of snow. But when the snow melts off and suddenly the sun gets warm again, you see gardens that are like bare ground. Everything that's herbaceous just dies right back to dirt. And it's like within a blink of an eye, stuff starts growing up out of there and filling in and everything turns green and things start flowering. And oh my gosh, you could just lose your mind because it was like a week ago you were looking at walls of snow around you. So I love this time of year. And the religious observances are so perfect because they're always centered around rebirth and new starts. We talk a lot about feelings in the Widow Coaches Certification Training. You know, most widows that come to me for coaching come because they want to know how to escape their feelings. The pain is overwhelming. Instead, what they learn is how to really feel their feelings so they can process them and release them. I've been receiving many, many applications for the Widow Coaches class, which is really exciting. And and I love talking to each and every one of you that take the time to go fill out that application. It's a simple application. It's just a few questions. But what it does is it gives me a little insight into who you are before we jump on the phone to see if that you would be a good fit for this kind of training. One of those applications that I got was not from a widow, but from a widow's daughter. 
it was so touching to hear from her. After losing her father, she was staying close with her mom to help her and wanting to reach out to help others. She asked if there was a good way to separate from feelings and detach. I wrote her back with some explanation, and I want to share it with all of you, thinking that you would want to separate and just detach from your feelings, your emotions. And this is what I told her. I started out saying, I'm sorry that you lost your dad. This is difficult for a woman. Then added to that is the difficulty of seeing your mom shut down with grief. It's almost like losing them both. I love your heart to want to help others. Unfortunately, this class is exclusive to widows, as my research has shown that only another widow can truly counsel and coach another widow with full understanding. I advised her if she wanted to learn more about her mother and other experiences to come listen to this podcast. Now, I went on to say, in answer to your question about separating feelings, it's important to not separate from your feelings, but to honor them instead. Recognize what each emotion is and name it. This is regret. This is sadness. Oh, this is fear. There's nothing wrong with negative feelings. Sometimes we would choose to feel sad. The important thing to know is that we can choose how we want to feel. Feelings do not come from outside of us. It's the thought in our brain that vibrates into the body and creates the feeling. And all thoughts are optional. Truly they are. They're just sentences that our mind plays for us. I know I've talked about this on this podcast probably over and over, but it is so, it's such an important truth. It is. Our thoughts are sentences that our brain plays. And they're not always the facts of reality. It's just what our brain is telling us. And that's important to know the difference right there. To say, okay, wait a minute, what is the absolute fact here? And if you have any judgment involved with what you are thinking is the fact, then it's not fact. It's your thought because your thoughts create those judgments. And the truth is our brain plays all these sentences constantly, constantly, constantly in our head. And they're all optional. Whether we choose to allow that sentence to direct our emotions or not is up to us. We can look at the sentence. You can take one of your thoughts, write it down on a piece of paper and hold that in your hand and look at it. It's just a sentence. It's just a sentence that your mind has programmed into it and it plays it all the time for you. If you're feeling frustrated, for example, you can get out a tablet, piece of paper, and at the top you write, I feel frustrated because... And then begin to quickly list every thought that comes to mind. You only have to do it for a minute or two. Write down all your thoughts. Don't try to filter them. Don't try to think, oh, I don't want to write that one down. I shouldn't think that way. Just write it all down. No judgment. It is all just sentences that your mind has played for you. Then you can see exactly 
what has been in your mind making you feel that way. You'll better understand that emotion that you're feeling, that frustration, because you'll see what your brain has been telling you. You can even evaluate if the sentences are really true or not. Many times the sentences are not really true. When you see that, you begin thinking better thoughts and begin to have better feelings. Because any time you shift your thought, you're going to feel your feelings begin to shift. And that is just the start of what I teach. But it's enough. You begin to see how your brain plays sentences at random. Things you would not even choose to think. And you don't have to. This is how emotions and feelings happen. Then notice how the feeling feels in your body so you can identify it. That's the start of processing that feeling, of being able to work through it. Right? Feelings are called feelings because they feel a certain way in your physical body. Fear always makes my stomach clench and that release of adrenaline. You can feel that in your body. That's the feeling of fear. Right? Anger makes my cheeks get red. My neck gets tense. My shoulders get tense. That's how it feels. That's how anger feels. And when you tune into how is my body feeling right now, even if you don't know what it is you're feeling, you just feel badly. That's all you know. I feel bad right now. So tune in. How does that bad feel in your body? Is it making your legs heavy? Does it make your chest hurt a little? When you explore exactly how it feels, that's when you're going to be able to name the feeling. Once you can name the feeling and you go, oh, oh, this is regret. This is how regret feels. You can notice, is regret a cold feeling? Is it a warm feeling? What color is regret? Maybe it's a purplish blue. As you start exploring it that way, and really, it helps you really feel it, the feeling then begins to dissipate because you're not resisting it. Now you're all in for that feeling, and within 90 seconds, the feeling has dissipated. Oh, it can come back again. Feelings can come back again like waves, waves. A few minutes later, here comes that wave of regret. But this time now you know it. You go, oh yeah, that's that regret. And it just moves right through you and is gone again. That's how you can experience and process your emotions. You don't want to escape them. You don't want to detach from them. Feeling is one of the reasons we're here on this planet. That's why we're human. It's what makes us human is experiencing different feelings and emotions. You may think you're detaching from your feeling, but all you're doing is resisting it. And if you resist it, it becomes stronger and stronger. So instead, go into the feeling, breathe into it, find it in your body, name it. That is how you work through feelings. 
And as I said, this is just one of the things that we learn about and explore in the Widow Coaches Training. To become a certified Widow Coach, you can take the class. You don't have to be ready to coach other widows. I hear from people who say, oh, I think this would be so good, but I'm just not ready because I'm still working through. No, this is the perfect time to take the class because you will learn how to work through what you're dealing with. You'll get coached. You'll get coached by me. You'll get coached by your fellow students. After the first couple of weeks, you start coaching each other a little bit so that you really learn these tools and whether you're going to use these tools to coach other widows or just lo- use, learn these tools to coach yourself. Self-coaching is so powerful. That's how you grow. That's how you can grow into a new life. So even if you don't think that, well, I'm, I couldn't become a widow coach. I'm not ready to coach other widows or I have no desire to spend my life reaching out to other widows doesn't mean that the class is not for you. It may very well be for you. The only way to find out is to apply and talk to me. So if you are ready to make a contribution and learn to coach, absolutely apply. If you are just wanting to work through some of your own grief so that you can begin a new life for yourself, apply for that too. I realized what helped me most in growing into a new life was the fact that I was a life coach and I was reaching out to other widows to coach them. And that in itself was immensely rewarding and still is. Teaching this class is one of the most rewarding things I've ever done. I love teaching this class. I fall in love with my students in class. We learn about unconditional love and I tell them, I love all of you and there's nothing you can do about it (laughs) because loving you is my choice. I want to offer this same experience to widows. And I want to connect the sisterhood across the globe. I think every community needs to have a trained widow coach. So many widows go to therapists, psychologists, counselors, and none of them are are widows themselves. So how do they even begin to counsel and coach widows? There's no PhD that's going to teach you what this is. You have to experience it to really understand it. This is my signature program, Widow Coaches Training. I'm looking to fill each class with no more than 10 candidates. So if you think you might want to consider learning how to reach out and help other widows, or you want to learn how to self-coach yourself, or just come to the class for the community of the other widows in the class. Everybody becomes so close. It's like your own support group for life when you connect with the other widows in your class. Now's the time to jump on board and get into this program. I've told in the ad, I've said it won't be quick, it won't be cheap, it won't be easy which is true. There will be a little work. You will be coaching each other. In class, we have tears. We have laughter. We have huge aha moments. 
It is rewarding. It is so much fun. And you'll be creating a new life, a new life for you and possibly even for other widows. If you think you're ready to just go for this, then go to the on to the online place to apply. And I'll tell you, it's a bit.ly link. If you don't know what a bit.ly link is, it's a shortened link. So I don't have to tell you this big, long string of stuff to type in to go to the page. The bit.ly link is B-I-T bit dot L-Y slash widow coaches. And there's no space in any of that. Widow coaches, type it like one word. So it's a bit.ly link, B like boy, I-T dot L-Y slash widow coaches. For the April class, our first onboarding call is already scheduled this week, and the class starts next week. If you act fast, you can still get in for the April class. I'm also starting to fill the May class, so even if you're not ready to jump for the class next this week to get into April, you can um, talk to me about May and grab a spot in the May class before it fills up. This is something that you can do to make a difference, and it's going to make such a difference for you too. I'm excited to teach the life coaching tools that I learned and that I use in coaching widows. So you guys, it's springtime. Get outside. Get outside. Do not coop yourself up. Remember to get into your feelings. You want to allow them right? You want to let those feelings move through. Really notice them. If you're not even sure what you're feeling, as I said, you can write down on the piece of paper, I don't feel well because, I feel bad because, I feel terrible because, and then start writing every thought that comes into your mind. Because that's how you discover what the feelings are and you discover where they're coming from. You can look at the thoughts that your brain has just programmed itself to play over and over and over for you. Most of the time, we have no idea. Our brain talks to us all the time, and it speaks directly into our subconscious, and we're not paying attention. And that's when we start feeling so terrible and don't understand why. So get outside, you guys. Get outside in the springtime. Reach out to me if you want to know more about the Widow Coaches Training. And go find some joy in your day. Until next week. <laughs>